You're listening to a podcast from Victory. Jesus interprets the law against adultery. Learn more about fidelity in marriage in week five of our series, Redefined. We're going to talk about love. Yan, yung iba, biglang nag-text. Okay, meron pong mga ano, is it uncomfortable to talk about lust? Weird, no? These are the things that rarely do people want to talk about it in church. But it's actually being talked about outside church. Yan po yung mga pinagtatawanan sa office. Yan po yung mga bagay na laging pinagkakatuwaan. Naalala ko, there were times that uh, in the office, everyone would laugh, tas ako lang yung seryoso. Tas oh, ba't di ka tumatawa? Uh, medyo mahina yung tenga ko today. <laughs> You're trying to get to be part of it, but you don't want to, to, uh, yung parang ina-acknowledge mo na tama yung pinag-uusapan nila, no? And that is lust. I remember, uh, one of the victory groups, I, I got this story from one of the victory groups. The guy was, was having a hard time share. So sabi ng victory group leader, you know what a victory group is, di ba? Sabi ng victory group leader, so how was your week? Ano mga struggles nyo this week? Sabi ng isa. Actually, ano eh, uh, yung temptation. Parang ang lakas kasi nung attack ng enemy sa akin when it comes to lust. And the guy in front of him, they were five, sabi nung guys. And as he was sharing, he was laughing. Sabi niya, <laughs> yung isa, nahihiya na siya, no? sabi niya. Uh, ano eh, when I was driving and then I saw a Bello commercial, parang nahirapan. Tapos yung isa, <laughs> siya. And na-offend yung victory group leader and said, Bro, what's, what's wrong? Is there something wrong with what he was saying? Nakakatawa ba? Sabi niya, Bro, I'm not laughing at him. I'm not laughing at what he said and I'm not laughing about his struggle. What I was laughing about was, on my way to this victory group, sabi ko, Lord, ito talaga yung struggle ko. Pero nahihiya akong sabihin. Lord, kung may mauna sa akin magsabi, magkakwento na rin ako ng problema ko sa buhay. And it's something that we rarely talk about. And that is lust. So are you guys ready? Ready na ba kayo? Guards, please lock the doors. Pati yung CR, lock nyo. Wala pong lalabas for the next 30 minutes. Yan. Okay. Our main verse is found in Matthew chapter 5, verse 27. And it says here, You have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. The next verse says, But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Matthew 5.29 says, If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away, for it is better that you lose one of your members than that your whole body be thrown into hell. And in verse 30, he says here, And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off, throw it away, for it is better that you lose one of your members than your whole body go into hell. I just celebrated my 8th year anniversary yeah, with my beautiful wife. I remember, no, ang prayer ng wife ko, sabi niya, Lord, di bali ng pogi, basta mabait. Jackpot siya, dalawa. Diba? So, during this uh, time that we had, we actually went on a very quick day trip vacation. 
And not only did we enjoy the food, we actually did something different. Yan. On our eighth year, sabi namin, oh, medyo mag-strat planning tayo. Ganyan po yung marriage namin. No? There's also planning. There's also uh, what are the things that we're believing for? What are the things that we want to happen in our marriage? So we realized this. Our marriages, we have to work on it, we have to protect it, and we have to pray for it. Our marriages, we, we try our best to secure our marriages. We try our best to put boundaries. We try our best to protect it because it's something that God has blessed. It's a covenant between me and God and my wife, correct? And you know, this is what I realized. And if there's something that would break it down instantly, as in everything that we've worked for, everything that we've prayed about from day one that we've been married until the eight years, in one instant, it can be broken. And that could be broken because of sin. And probably for us this, this afternoon, that is the sin of adultery. If the sin of adultery enters a marriage, it breaks down the walls. It breaks down the trust. It destroys the relationship between husband and wife. Kaya nga si God, it was very clear to him that it should be part of the Ten Commandments. Nandun po siya sa Ten Commandments. Number seven. It says there, Thou shalt not commit adultery. He also reinforced it in Exodus 20.17. Anong sabi niya doon? Thou shalt not covet his neighbor's wife. Sabi niya. Di mo daw pwedeng gawing kabet ang kapit, asawa ng kapitbahay niyo. God is very serious about it. He is very serious in protecting the marriage. Why? Because in Matthew 5.27, sabi nga niya dyan, di ba? This is the start of our word. Sabi dyan, You have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. What was Jesus saying? Jesus actually te- pointing to the law that was given by Moses. Sabi niya, you have heard it said that you shall not commit adultery. What was he saying? Yung, when you say you have heard it said, issue na nila yan nung panahon ni Moses. And during the time of Jesus, issue pa din nila yan. That's why ngayon, I don't believe people who would say, ano ko ba? We're millennials. It's 2016. Cohabitation is acceptable. Diba? We see mga ganong interviews. The issues never change. It's still the same. Sin is sin. Regardless of what year you're at, where you're at, sin is still sin. So what am I saying? Jesus is saying that the issues before may be molding in different forms, but it's still an issue up to now. Adultery is still sin. Diba? That's why ngayon, if you look at the movies, no, you look at, Things that are published, movies, ano yung mga title niya? It attracts people. When it comes to, parang laging merong sold with sex, no? Yung billboard, I saw a billboard of uh, yung gulong. Yung gulong, papuntang SLEX, uh, tire billboard. Tapos may babae, parang naka, ano na, parang, oh, wala na siyang damit, nasagasaan ba siya ng gulong, kaya ba natanggal yung damit niya? So hindi mo maintindihan, no? And this is the world we live in. It's, it's just uh, being sold to people to buy. Kaya nga, I remember, uh, I, I have a few friends here who comes from the construction industry before I went into full-time. For us to sell the products, laging kailangan may promo girl. Bad kaya? Pwede namang kami na lang, yung employees, pero dapat laging may promo girl. And I'll talk about that later. You know, God gives so much value to marriages. 
And not only that, he actually ordained it. Sabi dyan sa Hebrews 13, for let marriage be held in honor among all and let the marriage bed be undefiled for God will judge the sexually immoral and the adulterous. Yan. He has put so much value in our marriages, it's sacred to Him. And adultery, once again, destroys that marriage. So what is adultery? Probably for some, naririnig nyo lang, adultery, gano'n, no? Because adultery now has been morphed in so many ways. Adultery is actually defined as a voluntary sexual act between a married man and someone other than his wife, or vice versa. Pwede rin pong from the wife, the married uh, wife, to someone else who is not his wife. It's actually now being downplayed and is defined as what? Infidelity. Diba? And unfortunately, in this generation, they have downplayed it to actually an affair. Ngayon, diba? You're having an affair. Dati pag adulterous ka. Ngayon pag you're having an affair. What affair? An affair to remember. Parang hindi mo maano, no? Parang ganun na baka bigat ang ano? Parang hindi na siya ganun ka heavy for us. It's being quoted para hindi mapangit masyado yung effect. But this is what Jesus done, did in this uh, few scriptures. These are four scriptures. And the first thing that Jesus did was Jesus redefined who are subject to the sin of adultery. When you see the law, it says married men, married women. Ano po ibig sabihin nito? Pag single ako, wala na ako dyan, out ako dyan. Pag single ako, hindi na ako part ng law. And what is Jesus saying? He's actually redefining it and elevating the law. He's actually improving and showing us the real heart of the law. It says in Matthew 5.28, But I say to you that everyone, everyone includes you. Yan. Kasama po kayo dyan. It's for all of us. The truth is, it's for all of us. It's for men and also for women married or single. Singles, we also have something for you in this word. Just to prove a point about not only is this an issue for men, I found this article in um, uh, Christians Today, which says, Confessions of a Lustful Christian Woman. And the article would say that the internet filter review of Christians Today documents 70% of women keep their cyber activities a secret and one out of three visitors to adult websites are women. Sometimes kasi we feel, no, and, and, and we hear this a lot, and people brand this. Men are, ano yung tawag nila? Ano yung term nila? We are visual. And women are emotional. Yun po ang tinuturo ng world. But we could see clearly that women are also affected by this. Women are also affected by the issue of adultery and lust. So, the first thing that Jesus redefined, that not only is the law for married people, but also for everyone. The second thing that he redefined, Jesus redefines the starting point of sin. The law, the law says that we have sinned when we do the act. Diba? Pag naginawa na natin, ayun, nag-sin ka na. But before that, hindi. This is what the law tells us. But the context here was, during those times, it was 
uh, managed by the Roman Empire, di ba? Nung time ni Jesus. Ang Romans po ang nagmamanage. And ang problem po ng Romans, when they want to party, mga soldiers po yan, they would party and they actually uh, would have sex with women ng mga married men. Kahit sino, kahit sino gusto nila. And they saw that there was a decay in the family. So the Roman Empire actually came up with a law that they were not allowed to have sex with married women. So anong ginawa nilang ano? loophole? Nakahanap po kasi silang loophole. They actually created mga prostitution dens. They actually had a temple where you could go there and pleasure yourselves with a minimal fee. And, that, and now you would say, I'm not doing adultery. I'm actually paying for a service that I want. Ganito po yung mga loophole. Alam nyo po ba yung loophole? Yung pag merong no U-turn sign, anong gagawin nyo? Le-left muna kayo, papasok kayo dun sa establishment, and then naatras kayo. ba? We try to look for that loophole. We try to look for that technicality and say, I'm not sinning. The law says I would sin if I do the act. But Jesus was saying, the sin does not start when you do the act. It says, once again, in Matthew 5.28, it says here, everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. What Jesus is saying is, as soon as we look at someone lustfully, we have sinned already. If you guys are single, ayan, sa mga single, if you're pursuing someone with that intent in mind just to score, just because you want to satisfy your lustful cravings, think again. Because there are consequences for this. And this, I have to say this, if you're a woman, regardless if you're single or not, because it says here, when, when a person looks at a, the opposite sex lustfully, diba, they begin to sin. So, Tyren, I'm gonna speak out of love. Kung may magalit man sa akin, Si Pastor Larry na po ang bahala na magtanggol sa akin. Alam mo, if women, siguro in general, but women, there is a difference between dressing attractively and dressing seductively. If you dress attractively, people will notice that you are beautiful and then they will realize you're also beautiful inside. But if the orientation or the reason why you're dressing is to, to look seductively and attract men, there's something wrong. There's something wrong. You have to help the men as well. Hindi yung paglabas mo, yung pagtinanong, ano yung suot mo, belt? Belt ba yan? Mahabang belt. ba? Or yung, yung neckline mo hanggang belly button. ba? We have to protect ourselves. Sabi nga nila, no, when you... Uh, want to attract a certain person, you will attract him based on how you act. So if you want to attract someone godly, also be a godly person. And that follows. I'm sure you guys get this, okay? Sige. So now we're talking about lust. What is lust? It's a strong craving or desire, often of a sexual nature. The word is always seen in a negative light. Wala po siyang time na ginamit sa scripture in a positive way. Relating primarily either to a strong desire for sexual immorality or idolatry, idolatrous worship. Yeah. Kaya yung mga men, meron po ako mga ide-defunct. Alam ko, magagalit kayo sa akin. 
So yung mga guards, protektahan nyo na lang ako mamaya. Ito po yung mga akala natin hindi napapansin ng mga misis natin. Or if you're in a relationship, akala nyo hindi napapansin ng girlfriend nyo. Alam nyo yung the second, the no second look? Alam nyo yan? Yung magkasama kayo, di ba, ng girlfriend mo. Kasi sabi nila, yung sin daw starts on the second look. So for example, yon mali daw yun. So yung iba, nahanapan nila ng, ng paraan, no second look, sabi nila, hindi na po yan ubra. Huling-huli tayo dyan. And yung dead maluk. Yung dead maluk naman, pag alam mong parating, kunwari lang, hindi mo siya nakikita. I remember this story dun sa grocery. Yung the wife and the husband, hindi po ako to, ha? Ayan. Boxo, hindi ako to, ha? And dyan yung wife ko, I she can attest to this. So grocery, di ba, yung guy? Tapos yung girl, nandito na, tumitingin ng shampoo. Alam mo naman, pag tumingin ng shampoo, kwarentang shampoo yung babasahin, di ba? So, nakaganyan yung wife. So, yung guy nandito. So, para sa kanya, coast is clear. Di siya kita. Blind side. Sabi nung guy, he saw, the description is, he saw someone with a short, tight-fitting dress na yung, ano daw, neckline hanggang belly button. So, sabi nung guy, tapos kunwari, nag-text. Okay. Anong sabi ng wife? Sulit ba? Sabi, ang alin, sulit ba yung tinignan mo dun sa problemang hinaharap mo ngayon? Sabi, hindi tumingin yung wife, ha? nakaganyan lang. Alam niya. So guys, they know. Tama ba, ladies? Mukhang alam nga nila, oh. Sabi nung isa, oh. Sabi ko sa'yo, eh. Sabi, hindi, masamali, napuwing ako, eh. Sakit mata ko, eh. Yan. Adultery happens in the head long before it happens in the bed. I hope you guys get this. It happens first in our minds before it happens in reality. Hindi po siya yung, I'm sorry, nagulat ako, wala na akong suot. <laughs> Hindi siya ganun. It happens first. It, you meditate on it. Napansin nyo, iba yung hatol pag premeditated murder dun sa accident lang. ba? Kasi talagang ano yun eh. Napag-isipan yun. Kaya yung wife na yun, nakulong yun. Murder. Yan. Okay. So, where are we? Yan. Adultery happens in the head long before it happens on the bed. And you know, when we feed our lustful cravings, when we feed the images that we see, we look for something that would satisfy us. Pag may nakita ka, uy, Parang ano ah, kailangan ko pang makita ng more. You feed it. Pinapakain yan. You hide it. You keep it in secret. And what will happen? Next thing you know, you find yourself looking at porn sites. You find yourself looking at magazines. You find yourself looking and watching movies that are defiling you and that will destroy your family. I found this article also in uh, the website of Desiring God. It says here, pornography, the new narcotic. Although this was published a few years back, it still applies today. It says here, neurological research has revealed that the effect of internet pornography on the human brain is just as potent, if not more so, than addictive chemical substances such as cocaine and heroin. Same effect. What's the effect? It destroys you. It destroys people that you have around you, the relationships that you have, this is the effect. 
of just looking. This is the effect of the sin that starts from lust. It destroys everything. That's why I see Job. See Job, alam niya. You know Job? See Job? Yung tagadon? Yeah. See Job, he knew what to do. Sabi jan sa Job 1, uh, 31 1. Sabi I made a solemn pact with myself never to under undress a girl with my eyes. In the, in the ESV version, sabi niya, I made a covenant with my eyes to never look lustfully at a virgin. Because he knew in the next verses, and my heart has gone after my eyes, if my heart has been enticed towards a woman, he knew that lust is a heart issue. Job knew that whatever he looks at, it will create an, uh, uh, an imaginary thing that will be brewed in his mind and it will go lead him to sin. That's why he made a covenant with his eyes. It starts with the heart. If lust is a heart issue, status check what's in your heart right now. What's in your heart? Meron bang na ano dyan? Parang meron bang na-on pag nasa office ka? Meron bang na-off pag nasa church ka na? Do you change? What's in your heart? I want to show this illustration. This is a wolf. Yan. And if you search it, how does uh, how do Eskimos now kill a wolf? Not with facing them. Alam mo, gagawin lang ng Eskimo. Gets a um, sharp knife, puts blood, nagyan niya po ng dugo yan, ng ibang animal. Hindi po sa kanya. Siyempre sa iba, di ba? Chicken. If you freeze niya yan, pag frozen na yan, lalagyan niya ulit ng iba pang layer ng blood. And then, mga three or four cycles, puno na ng bled yan. Iiwan lang niya po yan sa snow. Nakaturok. And the wolf would hunt, would smell the blood. He would thirst for the blood, and he would start licking it. Dilaan niya yan. Ganyan. Kasi mahaba dila ng wolf eh. Dilaan niya yan. He will lick it vigorously until he realizes na he's getting to the blade. Pero hindi naman niya alam yun. He enjoys licking the, the knife, now he cuts his tongue with the knife. But because his craving is so, it's there, he wants to satisfy it, he continues to lick without knowing that he's actually licking his own blood. And by dawn, the wolf is already dead. And it's a picture of lust. Sometimes we don't know that we're actually there, we're actually living a dual life. That we're actually living in sin. And this is a picture of what lust can do in our lives. Na picture niya ba yun? Na minsan, para kayong nawawala na rin sa sarili. And I know some of you can relate to this. Probably yung mga same age ko. Yung the one who grew up with yung parang during that time, internet was not yet available. And there were times na parang Ano ka, you get crazy, you get, you get disoriented by the craving of this. And this is actually a struggle that we still encounter today. That's lust. Now, Jesus now redefines the, the third thing, the cost of lust. Because in the olden times, the cost was actually death. Pag may nakuli po na adulterer, ano pong ginagawa? Isustone yan. 
stoned to death. Tagalog, sabog. Nagbato. <laughs> okay. So, binabato yan hanggang mamatay. This was actually the consequence, the cost. Pero now, what is the cost? If you're found guilty with adultery, ano po ang cost? It's grounds for annulment. Ano po yung cost? You lose some of your property because you got annulled. Parang ngayon na the downplay siya, no? But before, if you were caught in in an adulterous affair, babatawin po kayo hanggang mamatay kayo. Nang ganito kaliliit na bato. So parang trend, 30 days na, di ka pa, ang sakit nun. Hindi, malaki po yung bato na gamit nila. But what did Jesus say? How did he redefine it? He said, if your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. But better that you lose one of your members than your whole body to be thrown into hell. Under your seats, there are knives. Meron po. Sige po, kapain nyo. <laughs> May wala, okay. So, ano po yung sinabi ni Jesus? Una, tanggalin nyo daw yung mata nyo than for your whole body to go to hell. Matthew 5.30, it says here, And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off, throw it away, for it is better that you lose one of your members than your whole body to go into hell. What is Jesus saying? Is Jesus saying, mutilate your body me- the body members, tanggalin mo yung mata mo, tanggalin mo yung kamay mo. Jesus says that the real cost is actually a life in hell. It's not actually just death. Probably for some, sabi nila, eh, pag namatay ako, di tapos na. But what Jesus is saying is, He'd rather that you lose an eye and a hand than for you to have eternity in hell. Warning! Sana po next week, wala pong dumating dito na ganito itsura. We're not asking you to cut out your hand or take out your eye. But what was Jesus asking? He was pointing something. He was exaggerating it. And what was his point? That the sin of lust, we need to do something. We need drastic action. Sabi po ni William Hendrickson, one of the New Testament scholars and writers of uh, Bible commentaries. It's an exaggeration of Jesus for us to drastically avoid temptation which may include ending an illicit relationship. Transferring your laptop, using it beside someone. Not using the internet at night is a drastic change. Avoiding temptation at all times. Kung kailangan mo bumili nung sakabayo, bumili kayo. Drastic action. And one of the best drastic actions that I found was done by uh, Pastor John Piper. He's 71 years old. He's been married for 48 years. His drastic action was this. It was actually a drastic prayer. Sabi niya, he wrote this article, and I hope the guys, the husbands, could find time to look for this ver- uh, blog. It says here, Husbands, lift up your eyes. A letter to a would-be adulterer. He said here, Ask God that He would make your sin sickening to you not just morally wrong. What's morally wrong? An example that I found. Slavery. Before, it was legal to have slaves. Pero for some, hindi sila comfortable. So that's morally wrong. Parang, ah, yeah, okay lang. Pero ako, I don't approve of it. Do we see sin that way? Do we see 
lost that way, parang, ah, okay lang. Pero, pag nandiyan na, bahala na, I will decide. His prayer, what was his prayer? To ask God and, Lord, when I see sin, I want to be sickened by the sin. Nasusuka ka. You're nauseous. Naiirita ka. Nababad trip ka. And this is the prayer that revolutionizes marriage. Because when he sees sin, he's angry. Hindi siya takot. Hindi siya afraid to confront it. Hindi rin siya nagdadalawang isip. He's not there and saying, Lord, eto na, eto na, eto na. Babae, lumalapit, lumalapit. Ano gagawin ko? Ano gagawin ko? Okay, sige, okay na ako, okay na ako. He's not battling crossroads there. Because he sees sin differently. I know the preaching is heavy, but I also have good news. Are you guys ready for the good news? Yan. Parang talaga naapektuhan yata sila. 1 Corinthians 10.13 Good news for all of us. It says there, No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful and He will not let you be tempted beyond your abilities. But with temptation, He will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. Guys, good news. We may be tempted, but God is giving us a way out. God is saying that He will give us a way out. We won't be tempted beyond the opportunity to always say yes. And I want to share this story. One of my very good friends, um, he was telling me uh, a week ago, sabi niya, Bro, naalala mo, when, when you preach, you were talking about being, um, that you left a Viber group. So I go, oh. And this was his story. Sabi niya, uh, I, I have this uh, Viber group, a basketball Viber group from my former uh, school. And dun sa group na yon, ano yon? The group was uh, created for updates. Oh, basketball, ganito, or and naging, of course, alam naman yung Viber group, wala namang rules dyan. So some would send mga, ano, photos of um, naked women. Yan. Sino sa inyo nakaka-relate? Huwag nyo nataas yung kamay nyo. Okay. Ne, di ba? Alam nyo yun, I'm sure. Yan. So yung mga, ano nyo yan, mga friends, di ba? So, nagpapadala. So talaga na burden siya. Sa inyo, malito. Number one, malito kasi nahihirapan ako. At least he knew his struggle, di ba? Kasi sabi niya, Okay ako, basta wala ako nakikita. Pero now that I see it, nahihirapan ako. So sabi niya, the next time may mag-post, confront ko na to, magsasalita na ako. So meron nag-post. Pag-post, sabi niya, uh, bro, uh, parang, pare, nag-iba eh, no? Hindi <laughs> na bro. Pare, uh, ano lang, ba kasi the others are having a hard time with what you're posting. Respeto lang. Kasi baka, Buksan ng anak, may makitang ganun. But daddy, why is your phone with these photos? And parang nag-apologize naman. Tapos, message naman niya yung guy na nag-post. Sabi niya, bro, pasensya na. I hope you understand. And sabi niya, um, hindi, okay lang, naintindihan ako. Baka mali ako. So he stood his ground. It was a drastic move that he did. He believed that it was wrong. He disregarded the respect of the old friends. Sabi niya, bahala kayo, kaya niyo sa akin. Basta I will stand my ground. I will say the truth. You know what happened? Ano tingin niyo nangyari? Tinanggal po din siya sa group. Actually, hindi siya tinanggal. 
merong isa pa doon, lalo siyang inasar, lalo nag-post. Lalong pinalitan yung, ano, yung name ng group. Posted more photos. And he decided, ah, okay, at least I did my part. He left. Are we in that position of doing something about it? Are we in a position of saying, Lord, I need to stand up for this because this will affect people. Especially me and my marriage. Are you guys following? Are they taunting you and okay lang sa'yo? And this is the challenge of the world out there. And that's why Jesus was actually saying, it's very important that you know this. That sin starts in your heart when you lust with someone. It's not the act. The law was written because the important thing that he wanted to emphasize was sin starts in our minds. And the problem here is nobody knows this. Kayo lang. And that's why we've been bugging you. We've been preaching this. We've been sharing this. This. Be connected to a victory group. This is where you get to be accountable to someone. This is where we get to share our struggles in life. And I want to end with this story. This is a story of a woman caught in a adulterous relationship. He was, she was actually caught in the act. Drinag po yan, papunta kay Jesus. Are you familiar with the story? Drinag po siya. Dinala kay Jesus. Why? Because the Pharisees wanted to prove if Jesus was gonna abolish the law or do the law or comply with the law. And what did Jesus say? Sabi niya, Sabi ng mga Pharisees, we brought this woman, we found her doing adultery, caught in the act. And in the time of Moses, anyone who was caught will be stoned to death. And what did Jesus say? In verse 7, sabi niya dyan, let him who is without sin among you be with the first to throw the stone at her. Sabi niya, sino sa inyo walang kasalanan? Yun ang unang mambato. Batayin niyo na. Jesus. And what happened next? Jesus asked her, sabi niya, is there anyone? Meron ba na ubos? Ah, meron pa ba na tao? Isa-isa po sila umalis. Starting from the older one. And what did Jesus say? Sabi niya, when Jesus asked her, is there anyone left? And she said, no one, Lord. And Jesus said to her, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. Sometimes we feel that sin has already corrupted our minds. Sometimes we feel that sin has already uh, eaten us up. But the good news God is telling us, He has come so that we can have the freedom over sin. He has come that we may be free from lust and temptation. And that is why Jesus came to save us. That is why Jesus came to, for us to have that access of life of victory over sin. I know it's a hard preaching and it's a hard teaching because probably the past has been haunting us. We still remember it. But Jesus is telling you right now, if you want to live free, He has paid for that sin already. It was nailed on the cross with Him. As I end, Jesus who saves us from hell also saves us from lust. Jesus is reminding us not to trade temporary pleasures for what God is offering us. And what is He offering us, really? He's offering His best to us. To live a victorious life. His will is always good 
and pleasing for every one of us. And I want to end with that encouragement that regardless of our past, Jesus is saying, I do not condemn you. Sin no more. Heavenly Father, thank you that your word is clear. Thank you, God, that there are no shortcuts in your word. Thank you, Lord, that this word of yours, Lord, will stay in our hearts. It will remind us, Lord God. Thank you, Father. We are declaring right now, you're giving them a picture of a covenant, Lord, with their eyes to you. Thank you, Father, that we can focus, Lord, on you and you alone. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcast.